0: My friend are listening to the happy hearthstone this episode is brought to you as are all other episodes by listeners just like you thank you so much typical tyrant chris m nicholas d nick patrick jordan l algoron zarosio andrew w and Beef Squatch, for being part of the team that makes this show happen and for investing in your own gameplay you can do so as well over at patreon.com slash the happy hearthstone And be sure to join our Discord, there's always great live communications going on, be a part of the family there, thehappyhearthstone.com slash Discord. Hello and welcome to episode 169 of the Happy Hearthstone, the longest running Hearthstone podcast in the history of space and time and cards. I'm your host, Andrew Brown, and it really does feel like this podcast is getting a little bit long because, my goodness, we are creeping ever closer to that 200 mark, and I guess we'll be there by the end of the year? I hadn't really put too much uh, thought processing power into that, but uh, that's only because I've been saving all of my thought processing power to hang out with my good friend, Tuna Consumo. What's going on, man?
1: Hey, what's up, Andrew? Thanks for inviting me on the show. Really appreciate
0: it. Oh, it's my pleasure. It's always good having different voices on here, and uh, we talked a while back. And uh, this this guest list, I've been it's the right problem to have to have too many people who uh, are excited to be on the show. And so, um, man, I'm just as excited to have you here. And my goodness, even though it's been a while since we first talked about it, this is quite the week to have you on. You've got to be a little bit excited about what we have to talk
1: about today. Oh yeah, there's all there's just so much
0: news with the uh, Rise of the Mechs announced, so it's a lot to talk about. It's insane. We are going to keep our show a little bit on the shorter side today, but that's okay. It'll be bite-sized, action-punched, and so much fun. Uh, But Tuna, before we get into that, I need you to help me know who you are and the rest of our crew here know who you are too. So tell us a little bit about your gaming background, how you got into Hearthstone, and and where you're at today. So I'm uh,
1: in my 30s, and I've been playing Blizzard games since I was in middle school. So I was playing StarCraft 1. I was playing Warcraft. I was playing uh, Warcraft 2 and 3 quite a bit, uh, and also pretty competitively. And I've been playing oh. I've been playing Hearthstone since beta. So I've wow. been in the game for a long, long time. I've got a lot of uh, games under my belt, close to 10,000 games in Hearthstone, or 2,000 wins. And-
0: that's considerable. That's, yeah. Uh, yeah. And especially if that's wins, then I don't even want to know how many <laughs> altogether it's been.
1: And it's actually split pretty evenly between uh, arena and standard play. So I'm pretty, oh, really? I'm pretty, uh, I've played both modes pretty consistently.
0: That's pretty cool. So what, so what got you into Hearthstone? Obviously Blizzard, it sounds like you were sort of uh, hook, line and sinker with the company, but <laughs> was there anything about the card game itself that really stood out to you that you wanted to play? I just liked
1: playing, uh, I just liked that you could play it like on mobile devices, like iPads and phones, and like, it was just so easy just to pick it up and play a couple games. That's kind of what drew me in, and I didn't really think about playing too competitively until like uh, a year previously, 2018. Mm-hmm.
0: And what sh- what shifted for you at that point? Uh, I just, I, I guess... I saw people
1: playing on Twitch and I saw like how seriously people were taking it and I saw people like doing climbs to Legend and I wanted to do it myself because I had not been to Legend before previously. I just it wasn't really I didn't really think about it too much. So last year I decided to go to Legend for the first time and I've been there several I've been there like five times now since last year
0: so so now what are what are some of your other uh i guess accolades since you you throw around the competitive and you know want to prove yourself and stuff what what are some of the things that you've accomplished so far so
1: besides hitting legend i haven't really done haven't even had any major accomplishments yet uh i do i have been playing a couple of the um the new what are they the battlefly tournaments
0: oh yeah the masters qualifiers
1: yeah so I played a couple of those, but then the time sink of those is so just not—it's not in the cards right now. With it's kind of having crazy, a full-time yeah. job, <laughs> I mean, yeah. playing a qualifier for 14 hours is just not something that I, I have time to do right now.
0: Reasonable is the word that comes to mind of something that it is not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but
1: I, I hear they're chain, making changes to those as well in the near future. Yeah. So they're going to be like single elimination. there's going to have a couple, couple single elimination tournaments. So. I may jump back in and try my hand at the, some of those tournaments that are gonna be uh, quite a bit shorter sounds like
0: yeah it's it's not too easy to justify what in its current state uh, mostly because you're not even guaranteed anything so you have to take a whole day off from work to even just like get through. The entire competition. I've I've gotten to compete in some of them, but it's basically been under the guys that I know I'm not going to make it too far. So I can jump in for a few rounds, and then it doesn't work out. Okay, whatever. You know, I got to play against some really high, high level players. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, hopefully those single elimination matches will really do a lot for the scene. They
1: definitely need to make a lot more changes in the future, and hopefully, you know, we get that in game tournament mode in the near future.
0: That's uh, I mean, near future. <laughs> To be announced, TM, I don't know. man.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking a year, hopefully. A year. So
0: tell me real quick, before we jump too far into this, then, just give us a little taste of your play style. Like, what, what do you most like playing as far as decks, classes, anything along those lines?
1: I try to mix it up. I try to play all, oh, whatever I can afford to play, uh, whatever I can afford to make with my the cards that I have, uh-huh. I'll try to make it. And I like to try out different decks, for sure. I don't like to stick with one deck. Nice.
0: So you're you're training for the Iron Man of Hearthstone competitions. Essentially. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> I like it. All right on, man. Well, before we jump into the, our insanity of news, I have to ask why you're happy today. What's got you in a good mood?
1: Well, I've I'm currently on a four day weekend right now. I had Friday off and I've got Monday off and the whole weekend, so Woo woo. That's pretty nice, right? Pretty amazing. I definitely need it. Yeah. What about you here in
0: America? Here in America, we don't get a ton of those. But uh, but yeah, same for me. Uh, We actually we do a 5K of my work every Friday preceding Memorial Day. And so that's like at 10 a.m. and we invite our families out. Uh, I posted a picture of me and my daughter out there. She jumped in the stroller and we went on a a uh, a fake run. I mean, I felt like I was running and heaving until about halfway. But I'm not. Yeah, I'm I'm not. not much of a writer.
1: I saw your post on the on your Twitter. That was cool. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, I gotta brag when I get some some good daddy daughter time like that. I, yeah. they, and they they fed us a great meal, and they gave us the the rest of the of the day off, so we get a, a three and a half day that, weekend. That's I guess. nice. Just pretty nice, yeah. So I, and it's funny because I actually started this job two years ago, the week of uh, the Memorial Day run. So it's kind of iconic for me to sort of. Just look back and remember, and I'm, I'm, I I'm not like, I I don't get jazzed about my job every single day, but it does remind me of how thankful I am for a lot about my job right now.
1: So that's crazy. I started um, my job two years ago at the exact same time as you. Did you really? Yeah, no way. It's my two-year anniversary, like two or three days ago.
0: Tell me you're a digital marketer. Come on.
1: Oh <laughs> uh, no, I'm not. No, <laughs>
0: I do. I work, we can only take that. So far. I work in
1: research and development.
0: Oh, cool. Yeah, that's awesome. man. pretty, pretty cool. Well, yeah. So I'm happy about the weekend too, uh, and I, you know, everything in our family has been around a new baby coming. So literally, as this episode is dropping, we're scheduled to induce this Friday, if uh, if we haven't delivered already. I guess there's a chance between recording and. <laughs> And uh, publication that that could happen. But uh, I'll definitely let you all know on Twitter how that all goes down. Uh, any prayers, well wishes, or, or good vibes towards um, my wife and I would be much appreciated. Uh, I'm thankful that we are having a child in this century because, my goodness, there have been times when it's not safe to have a baby. So I'm just thankful we've got modern medicine and all that. Uh, and we should be good. I mean, everything has been uh good signs so far it's just uh it's a tough last few weeks leading into uh you know that that final stretch but we're really excited to welcome new son or daughter into the mix we don't know quite yet who he or she will be so um but we are we're super excited there there's even more to be excited about within the Hearthstone realm and it really all stems from this insane news amount a news announcement that we got this week. So we had the nerfs that were announced this past week. And thankfully, I was able to record the episode for this past week right after that to kind of let you all know what that was and what to expect. But oh my goodness, two days later, we get this announcement that you mentioned, Tuna, about the rise of the mechs. This is a an unforeseen event that is absolutely coming out of nowhere that's going to start on June 3rd and go through July 1st. And with it are some temporary things, and we should talk about some of these temporary things, like the fact that you are going to get a free golden legendary. That's right, no misprint, golden legendary just for logging in between June 3rd and July 1st. And this legendary mech is named Sniff Snap, and he's a three mana, two, three mech with magnetic and echo, and it reads Death Rattle Summon 211 Microbots. So Tuna, what did you think when you first saw this card were you thinking this is a joke or this is going to break the meta in half or <laughs> maybe somewhere in between
1: I thought I can't believe they're giving away a golden legendary in the middle of a in the middle of a um, expansion
0: Have is they that, ever given or... away a golden legendary at all I, I mean you got in, the one for pre-ordering back in the beta
1: they did they gave a golden Oh legendary okay there, all boy. right But besides that I've never seen it before nothing like this
0: that's just crazy, and I, I guess the fact that this is a mech, uh, this is going, and, and that it has echo. This is actually the first card that we've seen outside of Witchwood that has echo, so that's interesting. And I'm not quite sure what to do with that, but it almost seems like this one, this card, was sort of on the cutting room floor, uh, pun intended. Uh, for Boomsay Project and it's going to be sort of reintroduced as part of the Boomsay Project set it just uh, will not come from card packs at all you'll only be able to get Snip Snap either from uh, logging in during this event time or you'll be able to craft it with dust after that do you think that this card's going to see any play in the meta does it fit in any of the mech decks we're seeing
1: I th- I think it we, we did see a lot of uh uh I saw some things on Twitter about this being able to go um, one-turn kill with the Priest card, that five-class yes. Priest card. I forgot what um, it's called, but uh, you can do unlimited play and do a one-turn kill on turn five with the Priest card. So they, it looks like they have to nerf this thing already. Yes. Or, so, they, they nerfed so... five, the, the five-man <laughs> Priest card.
0: Yeah, it's, kind of, it's crazy. So Reckless Experimenter is the one you're talking about. Yeah. It's uh, from... I think it was from Boomsay Project also, but it's a Death yep. Rattle minions you play cost three mana less but die at the end of the turn. And what's interesting, Snip Snap being a three cost card and having Death Rattle means it's free. Mm-hmm. And something that is free with Echo is almost always going to be problematic at best. And so uh, so they did actually announce just the other day that Reckless Experimenter is going to change. They're going to add in the text, Cost can't be reduced below one. So similar to Summoning Portal, where you're getting a discount on uh, Death Rattle minions, but it won't go uh, lower than one. So beforehand, what you could do is, before they announce this is you could play Copper Tail. What is that? What is that card? The four mana four four mech with, uh, with stealth. Oh, it's yeah. Copper Tail <laughs> something.
1: I'm not sure what it's called, but I know what you're talking anyway, about.
0: Anyway, you play that on four, it's got a very good chance of sticking, and then the next turn you play Reckless Experimenter and then Unlimited Snip Snap, and as long as they don't have a taunt, you just win. Yep. So it's probably a good thing that they're uh, that that's not going to be a reality. It would it would still be tough to pull off to some degree, because you can't tutor out Reckless Experimenter in, in any way. Or the Copper Tail Imposter—that's what it's called. I didn't even look it up. I promise. <laughs> you have to take my word for it, but I promise. I Believe I didn't. you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, I I don't know that uh, you even want the option. I think that that would feel worse than a certain three uh, four mana three four coming down on turn four. I think this is going to see uh, play in the
1: you know in the current um, hunter back decks. Yeah, this will probably see play there more than the, I, that priest now. But I don't see how it doesn't. Yeah. It's, they'll definitely see play.
0: I mean, the, the mech hunter deck has just proven that anything with echo is worth cons, or excuse me, anything with magnetic is worth considering for that deck mm-hmm. because we have such a substantial amount of mechs that can survive pretty well. And being able to magnetize on top of that just gives you a lot of very fast damage. The fact that this has echo. You could play it numerous times. So on turn nine, you play three of these, and that's insane. And then the fact that it gives you two one-one one, one boom bo- or uh, microbots when it's dead—that gives you a more longevity. That's this a seems like board. a very very strong card. I'm, yeah, I will I will easily put my hat in the ringer on that.
1: This is the only mech with echo, correct? I don't think there's yes, any uh-huh. other... yeah,
0: yeah. It's uh, I, I think it's going to see a lot of play, and when you get this off of Doctor Boom Mad Genius's hero power, oh, I didn't
1: think about that.
0: That's possible. <laughs> you have to consider that with any mech that's coming out. I I think this will be a snap pick, and I'm on a roll with these, uh, with these jokes. That so, will for anyway. sure see
1: play. <laughs> yeah.
0: So so definitely plan on logging in between June 3rd and July 1st. Oh my goodness, that's like next week. That's coming up really, really fast. So um, that will be a lot of fun. But with that, I mean, we didn't expect that to happen. As if that weren't enough, Tuna, we're getting card buffs. Did you ever think there would be a day that we would see card buffs in Hearthstone?
1: I have never seen it. Never seen it in my life. <laughs> I never expected it. I never expected it in the middle of an in, in expansion, in the middle of an expansion. So No. It is I, crazy. I mean... I-
0: I'm pretty confident I couldn't pinpoint it down, but that I had heard at some point game developers for the Hearthstone team say that they specifically never wanted to do that. Now, the team has changed over quite significantly, so there's always room for a new philosophy. And honestly, I'm really excited and encouraged overall about this just because it gives us something different to do right in the middle of a uh, of a season for uh, for the expansion. So I, I don't know if they're setting a precedent. I'm sure they're testing this and they want to see, hey, w- how will engagement in the game do uh, because of something like this? Obviously, a new expansion gets a lot of players back into the game who may not have been playing it for a while. Doing something like this, I think I it won't do the exact same amount as a new expansion, but it'll surely get people... Off the Keister and saying, hey, I want to check out and see if Gloop Sprayer Druid's more of a thing now or something. Just like the
1: that. number of cards they buffed is incredible. It's a like, it's crazy amount of cards that they buffed. Yeah. That's it what really is.
0: They, they said in the update they wanted to do two per class, which is pretty cool. And I would argue some of these classes uh, are, are seeing more of an impact than others. Um, I don't know. Tuna, we can do this one of two ways, and we're going to figure this out on the fly. We can go through all of these and kind of make it quick. Or we can just pick a few that we really want to talk about. What What do you want to do with this?
1: I think let's just go through quickly and see. Let's say if they uh, see play or don't see play.
0: Okay, sounds people. good. So, so Gloop Sprayer was an eight mana four four Battle Cry, summon a copy of each adjacent minion, and it's going down to seven mana. All the same effects and everything. What do you think of that? I think it may
1: see play. I haven't seen too many people playing it in the current meta, but I think it may, maybe test it out now.
0: It's such a powerful effect. Like, this effect, like, you cannot understate how powerful this is. I don't know that one mana is enough. The one thought I had is that now you can combo this after you have 10 mana with Landscaping and get a couple extra Treants. But that's not, like, the backbreaking stuff that you want this card to do. You want this card to get you two more Yseras or something like that, you know, so um so yeah i'm a i'm a little less high on it but i think it's cool and i i do think especially combo players are going to like it which i i do like me a good combo deck and there so, is that
1: um, there is that seven cost card that makes the uh this yes! free now. dream so. Petal florist yeah, no dream i was Pedal thinking florist. about
0: that too i was like i should be playing more with that and gloop sprayer as is you know maybe there's
1: like some balagos combo you can do now
0: oh for sure yeah, yeah. I, I did forget to say all of these cards are part of the broom, the Boomsay project also. So that was just kind of... I, I don't know why they're doing that thematically, but I think it's it's cool for the Rise of the Mechs at least. I and then the second Druid card here is Mulch Muncher. It was a 10-mana 8-8 mech with rush and cost one less for each friendly Treant that died this game. Now it's going to be 9-mana instead of 10. Does that, uh, is the one less Treant enough? Yeah, I
1: think it's already seen play. So, yeah, I think that'll continue to see play... I- and some of those Druid decks, I haven't played those personally, uh, mm-hmm. this current uh, deck, but I have seen it on the ladder, So,
0: I remember at the beginning of Rise of Shadows, I, I messed around with the Treant token Druid, and it was it was really strong. I think it played these in the... Uh, um, I can't remember his name. The two mana, two, three that uh, casts... Or discovers a spell if you control a Treant. Yeah, I know what you were talking about. Yeah. So, I, I yeah, who knows? One mana... I. I I think both of those druid cards, I feel like one mana isn't like much. It doesn't move the needle a lot, but um but maybe it's just enough to get it in there. And then hunter cards, we got Necro Mechanic, which was a five mana three six uh minion in your death rattles trigger twice. Now it's gonna be four mana. And then uh well I guess I guess talk about that. What do you think about a four mana three six with a crazy effect? <laughs>
1: this is gonna probably gonna see play in that uh mech hunter we just talked about. Yeah. Triggering those uh the bombs that destroy your minions yeah
0: purely with the goblin bombs yeah the goblin fine, bombs right oh my gosh yeah that's and the fact that fun. you can put two of these this is an epic card <laughs> so two of these can go in your deck yeah i think it's gonna see a lot of play and then flark's Boomzuka is down to seven mana from eight and that's the summon three minions from your deck they attack enemy minions then die
1: i mean it's a really cool card i hope it sees play but i haven't really seen a lot of people playing this currently so i don't know if the one discount is going to change it
0: I know Audrey Kills has played, she played a, a Hunter Deck to Legend with this card in it. And so she was really excited to see this, especially. Uh, I This feels just like the Druid cards to me, where one mana, it's like, ah, I mean, I like this card. I, I, I totally agree with you. I, wanna, I wanted to see some play. I just don't know that that's enough, but uh, who knows? We'll see. Mage is a little more interesting. We got Unexpected Results, uh, which is a four-mana spell. Summon two random two-cost minions, and that's improved by spell damage. So uh, the cost of the minion will go up with each spell damage. And it's going down from four mana to three mana. So token token Mage, is that a thing?
1: <laughs> I like this. I like this uh, this change. Yeah. Because I've seen a lot of people play Mage with a lot of... Um spells i don't know what that what that deck is called but uh
0: the this well it's a spell mage the one with uh the cyclones yeah 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 with mana, all cy- mana cyclones and yeah, stuff keep yeah you yeah. your
1: hand with uh with spells yeah so yeah that could definitely see play
0: and I, I just the fact that it has sorcerer's apprentice like now that you can get this down to two mana that's insane oh, yeah. and if you have any spell damage it's just bonus on top i think so yeah, that should be that should be seeing some play. And then Luna's Pocket Galaxy was a seven mana spell. Change the cost of minions in your deck to one. It's going down from seven mana to five mana. Is that enough to see play?
1: <laughs> I just thought it's a really cool card and I like the card, but I haven't i haven't really seen this card a lot on the ladder right now. So I don't know. We have to see some some new deck designs.
0: Yeah, First my buddy Wicked Good teched it in against Warriors uh, with the um, with the Conjurer Mage builds and said it was really strong against those because just getting the Giants down to one is enough because then they're free essentially. Yeah, and you can always combo them with Conjurers, so it- it'll be interesting. It's still five mana do nothing this turn, but mm-hmm. uh, but I, th- but two mana definitely ha- gives it gives it some more uh, skin in the game. I think.
1: I think to, the problem with some. that card has always been like trying to find it in your deck since there's only one. Yeah. Being- yeah.
0: It was interesting with Grand Archivist. I remember that was something people were trying at first. Uh was a, a Luna's build that just had that, and Grand Archivist and this, but that's not standard anymore, so doesn't matter. Should be cool. Paladin, we got Christology, which was a two-mana spell. Draw two one-attack minions from your deck, and now it is a one-cost spell. So this card has been seen p- play, unlike a lot of other things we've mentioned, and it got down to one mana here. Um... I, I can't even ask you if this is good because <laughs> yeah, I know good. that it is. So
1: <laughs> There's just not a lot of paladins uh on the ladder, but no. maybe we'll see some more.
0: There's been some fringe uh holy wrath OTK decks that are still running um uh Shavala. And Christology is great because it just gets uh gets stuff out of your deck. Blood Mange Thalnos and Novice Engineer are both one attack minions that draw you cards, so Uh, yeah, I think that there's a, there's an engine coming there. If, if Paladin gets, I don't know that Shirvalla is the most, uh, reliable, although in Grandmasters, apparently it did pretty well this weekend too. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I think that the strong only got stronger with that one, but then we got Glowstone Technician, which was a six mana, three, four battle cry. Give all minions in your hand, plus two, plus two. And it's down from six mana to five mana. And so the, the first card that came to mind actually was the, uh, Oh goodness. Now, of course I can't remember journey to Un'Goro five mana three, four that battle cry, uh, drew a card and, and changed its cost to five, um, Explorer or something like that. Is that still in standard? That's no, no, okay. it's, it's journey to Un'Goro. Yeah. yeah I remember um, that card. but like that card was fine as a five mana three, four that did something like basically replace itself. And you play it in some big, uh, lists, it had a lot of high-cost stuff, and hopefully you'd get it down to five. Uh, this, uh, if you've got a couple of minions in your hand, the plus two, plus two is actually really, really strong. And I, I feel like at five mana, it's a lot more reasonable than at six.
1: You can almost combine it with the first, the Christology that they just buffed. Oh, just sure. a bunch of one-cost minions and then buff them all.
0: Yeah. I Actually, I like that a lot. On turn six, <laughs> play Christology and into Glowstone Technician.
1: Yeah, just fill your hand up and then buff your hand.
0: The hand buff strategy has never quite worked, but I, I still want to believe in it, even though all of the tools have moved into wild uh, exclusively, but uh, it'll be interesting to see kind of how that goes. Uh, Priest, we got extra arms down to two mana from three, and that was the spell that read give a minion plus two plus two, add more arms to your hand that gives plus two plus two. So I, I somebody mentioned this on a show this week. This is Twin Spell before we had Twin Spell, essentially. Yeah, exactly. Uh, which I hadn't thought of before. It's the same
1: effect, right?
0: Yeah. Uh, what I haven't heard is whether the, or not the more arms is going to be two mana or not. I would assume so. Uh, and in that case, you've basically got Blessing of Kings broken up into two cards, which is considerably strong, in my opinion.
1: I agree. Definitely strong. It's probably going to see play.
0: With the Divine Spirit Inner Fire stuff, you don't want to play Divine Spirit until you know for sure you're going to be able to push for lethal. But with extra arms, you just throw that on a minion. And if it does some work, great. If it baits removal, great. So I think that could make that deck quite a bit stronger too.
1: Yeah, have been seeing, seeing those like priest, big wall minions with taunt. Just yeah. throwing buffs oh. on those types of minion, minions. Oh, just, man.
0: Yeah, it's I nasty. That, that, I, I don't want that deck to be strong. <laughs> I don't I don't either.
1: That That card <laughs> kind of scares me.
0: Yeah, that's fair. And then we got Cloning Device, which is a two-mana spell. Discover a copy of a minion in your opponent's deck, and it's down to one mana. There's really no reason to play this card, so I'm pretty confused why they chose this one, honestly.
1: I like this, though. I don't know. I like this type of card. Do you? Yeah. Uh, I played, I think it's, I, I, I've been playing the Chef Nomi deck, where it's just, okay. it's just a bunch of spells, and you're just trying to draw your deck out and then play Chef that Chef Nomi, and it fills, right, right. It, uh-huh. it fills your board with six sixes. Maybe yeah. try to fit that in there. Just as another spell.
0: But yeah, I'm, the tough thing is you would get a uh, you would get a minion in your hand that you. Well, I guess you wouldn't have to play it actually, though, would you? So this is just a cheap spell potentially. It's a cheap spell. I mean, you
1: potentially, just have a uh, a decent minion or a good minion. That you could throw
0: I'm stuck on. in mechaune mode where you've got to get get all your stuff out in order for the combo to work. But, yeah, exactly. Um, I don't think I want Nomi Priest to be more powerful, so I'm very concerned about that, but. Oh man, we'll you're, see.
1: You're going to want it once you see the uh the warrior cards coming up. Oh man. You're going to reconsider kinda... playing uh Chef Nobody Priest.
0: You're probably right <laughs> honestly. I probably need to learn it. Uh, moving to the Rogue cards here, we got Pogo Hopper, 2-mana, 1-1 one, one mech, Battlecry, gain plus 2, plus 2 for each other Pogo Hopper you played this game. And it's moving from 2-mana to 1-mana. This is one of the... I, it's weird that Rogue had to get nerfed because it was so powerful, but for a while now, I would say since Boomstay Project, Rogue has been the culprit of two of the most popular but ineffective deck archetypes in existence. And one of them is Thief Rogue, and the other is Pogo Hopper Rogue. And people still are playing Pogo Rogue. And uh, now with one mana, I, I don't know. You could combo this with Magic Carpet. So it's kind of interesting for that, at least.
1: I've never tried it, but maybe this will entice me to try the Pogo Hopper. I've never tried that deck, but it's interesting.
0: I, I mean, they've got with Waggle Pick, Shadow Step. Yeah, You gotta... they certainly have enough tools to make it happen. I'm, I'm kind of surprised the The big hesitation I have is if it hasn't worked at two mana, I don't know that it's gonna work at one cause like two mana seems completely fair for me when you just have to play like one and then indefinitely the rest of them are so much more powerful. I agree.
1: Stronger. two's already cheap, so
0: yeah. so i I don't know. I don't know the magic carpets enough to get you there, Pogo. Yeah, but hopefully. <laughs> and then Violet Hayes, three mana spell, add two man- random death rattle cards to your hand. This is going from three mana down to two. This is another one where I'm like, I I don't see this scene play ever because of the effect. So, yeah.
1: I like it. I I think it's kind of strong. Uh, I think Rogue's going to be changing a lot. And there's going to be just a lot of spells that you'll be able to play in Rogue and just try to put a lot of cards in your hand. So maybe this has potential. Hmm.
0: You got a hand rogue uh, Bruin in the in your back pocket there. <laughs>
1: since those uh nerfs came for rogue, I just think it's gonna be it a does rock
0: need rock. more identity, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Some
1: changes coming, I think.
0: Cool. And uh, for shaman, we got Stormbringer, which was a seven mana spell. Transform your minions into l- random legendary minions. It's going from seven mana to six. It's another one where I don't know that it's that big of a deal, unfortunately. I don't think so. Uh, I'm, You're still going to see it come out of uh, Hagatha every now and then, but you aren't going to play it more because it's six instead of seven.
1: Yep, that's exactly what I was thinking. Just the only time I ever play this card is when I get it from Hagatha.
0: Yep. And it it can sometimes do some work then. Oh, yeah. I love
1: love seeing it when I get it, when I have (laughs) Hagatha.
0: And then Thunderhead here is 4-mana 3-5 Elemental. After you play a card with Overload, Summon two one 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 Sparks with Rush. And all of these have been costs so far, but this is the first one we're seeing the health of the minion change. So it's going from a 4-mana 3-5 to a 4-mana 3-6. This was already, I think, a fairly static card, and it looks like they're just getting aggressive to make us want to bring the Thunder here.
1: Yeah, I think this was already seen play, so I think this will just be continuing to see play.
0: Maybe and Six health is no joke, either.
1: Also, you can combine it with the Stormbringer from above and just... Oh! ...and then you change everything to Legendary. It's just a, another deck archetype.
0: Now, it won't trigger the sparks first, it looks like, because Thunderhead reads that it's after you play a card. That's true. But but hopefully you've played enough cards beforehand, and actually there are plenty of zero-costs. You could mutate and... Mm-hmm. Um, true zap something i don't know yeah there's Let's a lot, say- of, lot of
1: zero cost shaman cards you could play too yeah, that combo
0: speaking of warlock we weren't speaking of warlock but uh spirit bomb <laughs> is going down to one mana from two and it reads deal four damage to a minion and your hero so this card was seeing zero play and i think at one mana it's a, it's it has a chance but as long as we have soul fire it's gonna it's just gonna be tough to to want to play something that can't go face like this
1: yeah, I've tried to use this card before when uh, back when uh, you could play even Warlock. I tried yeah. to make Spirit Bomb good because trying to get down to like fifteen health and then you play that four four that becomes a seven seven when you are at fifteen health. Like, oh yeah, just try to get my health down as low as possible as quickly Hooked as Reaver. possible. Yeah, Hook Reaper. Yeah,
0: yeah, and th- and this would help you with that, I guess. So if that's your if that's your game plan, and who knows, we could see some other cards in the future that actually take advantage of that. Yeah. And Dr. Morrigan was an 8-mana 5-5 five five Rattle Swap this with a minion from your deck. Now it's a 6-mana 5-5 five five with the same effect. I've always liked Dr. Morrigan for whatever reason. Uh, and at 8-mana, I thought you could probably do something just really clunky, but still make it work. A 6-mana 5-5 five five is, is fair. And especially like Sylvanas is great uh dr morgan's effect is obviously not as good as sylvanas's but uh but these effects i think uh, could make it more possible to sort of have an infinite uh deck and and wheel into control a little bit better
1: yeah i hope somebody comes up with a deck around this card that'd be nice that'd be fun I like i'll like. i try
0: something out it probably will not be game breaking but uh but i definitely have her and have held on to her for a while now and then we've got the Warrior cards, and these are just kind of weird, honestly. Security Rover, six mana, two, five mech. Whenever this minion takes damage, summon a two, three mech with Taunt, and it's moving from five health to six health. This card has seen zero play in Warrior. Is probably going to continue that way. It's just going to be better when you get it off of uh, Omega Assembly or yep. Dr. Boom's Hero Power.
1: Yeah, there's like almost no reason for these buffs. I mean, Warrior's yeah. are already really good. They don't need this. Nobody's playing it, like you said.
0: And the same can be said of Beryllium Nullifier here. Seven mana, three, eight mech. Magnetic can't be targeted by spells or hero powers. And it's going to, instead of three attack, it's going to have four attack. I just, like, I get that they didn't want to maybe uh, affect cards that were going to have too much of, uh, are going to gonna see too much play, I guess. But why would you choose mechs of all things? Like, yeah. do the boom shoes or whatever, the, uh, <laughs> or rocket, rocket boots, that's what it is. It's like a two mana, give a minion rush and draw a card. Make that one mana. Like, I, that's, I totally agree. That's it's, something you might push a different archetype, but this is just going to make Warrior better overall.
1: And they don't need it. These are the only two buffs I don't really agree with them. Out of all the changes it's, they made.
0: It, it just especially feels so weird to me. Everything else seem, like makes a lot of sense, but that those ones, yeah, I just don't get it. Yeah. Anyway, I, these are all really exciting. I'll be sure to link to it in the show notes at thehappyhearthstone.com if you want to check them out. There's more news in here than we have time to talk about, like the mechvitational event that's really exciting, honestly, uh, June 3rd and 4th that they're going to be doing. And they also talked about the next sets that are going to be available for arena drafts beginning June 3rd. So, uh, again, all of that will be in the show notes at thehappyhearthstone.com. And uh, we got to fly through so we can have a have a show here, man. So uh, let me talk about this. Our sponsors, real quick, which are you, essentially. I, I just want to thank from the bottom of my heart those of you who have been giving to the Patreon since the very beginning. Um, I, I, you know, just taking over the show a couple years ago and seeing the community grow, how it has since then, has been such an honor for me and uh, and i have been really excited about the new directions that we're taking things espe- essentially because so many people in this community love this game want to get better at the game but don't quite know how to do that and i i've been honored to be walking with the people who are in the in the inner fire which is a tier on the patreon uh, where they get exclusive access to some huge tools that i'm making these deep dive sessions we just talked about how to build your collection from scratch this past week and so we talked about people who are just starting the game or for a lot of people who have just kind of gotten into it but don't know where to invest their time their money and stuff like that so uh you can get access to that and i also have access to our exclusive discord channel where we're talking about deck lists and things that are working for us every day, good encouraging space as well. And that begins at $10 a month on the Patreon. Go check it out for yourself at patreon.com slash the happy Hearthstone. And thank you so much to everyone who's already a part of the Inner Fire. For those of you who will join and for everybody sincerely who's supporting the show on Patreon. All right, let's talk about this main topic because we're going to talk about some some ways that you can make sure that you're uh, getting the most out of Hearthstone too. So why don't you take us into this, Tuna?
1: So... I put in the only time I've actually put in a lot of money into Hearthstone is in um Boomsday. I bought the $80 pre-purchase bundle.
0: Oh, nice. For Mecha Axis, huh? Yeah. For Mega Axis. <laughs> I really wanted
1: Mecha Axis, of course.
0: It's but pretty good.
1: I ended up being a little bit disappointed when I when I only really played a couple of the, a handful of cards in the Boomsday. I didn't really feel like I got my money's worth. So I kind of decided I was going to play on a budget after that. And, after, and I decided, or I figured out that they do the Bra-liseums, uh at the beginning of almost every expansion. So the Brawliseums are it's standard play, but they do arena-style rewards. And if you can get seven wins in the Brawliseums, you can play essentially for free and earn card packs. So you're just put you're put against opponents that have the same record as you. So as long as you can just keep getting seven wins, you can play as many times as you want. It's 150 golds per run, 150 gold per run. Uh, you can get as many card packs as you can earn in a week. And I've done runs where I've made like uh, a ton of gold and a ton of packs and I've, it's almost like you get a free pre-order purchase. Sure. Yeah. an expansion. So it's really worth it to, if you don't, if you're playing on a budget, just to really put in the time into those Brawliseums when they come up because they don't come around very often.
0: And if you miss the Brawliseum, the same actually could be said about, about arena also, right? Because you can, you can go infinite with arena is what they call it, which is where you hit seven wins or more because you'll get back your 150 gold and then you'll, Always get a pack, maybe a little bit of dust on top of that, too. So as long as you, if you ideally got seven wins on every single arena run, you would just get a free pack every time that you play a run, which is about as good as it gets in in our as far as fast, uh, fast amassing there.
1: Yeah. And I I found the competition in the arena is much like higher.
0: uh, Yeah, the
1: the skill level is much higher than Mm -hmm. when you're playing the Braulaceums for some reason i found these much easier to yeah. hit seven wins
0: that's interesting i i honestly i haven't i haven't really hit it and grinded hard during a Brawliseum. i've kind of done my free run usually and then i'll kind of jump out uh, but i'll be interested to try that i think next time the Brawliseums roll around i'll i'll jump in and try and and see what my uh, what my average can be
1: uh i guess i want to talk about when you're playing on a budget be very selective with the decks you're trying to build. So the way I choose decks is I actually I follow people on Twitch and Twitter that I look up to, or I know they put it, they invest a lot of time in the game or they're, they really, uh, know what they're doing They're
0: Yeah. Um,
1: I try to just see what they're playing and maybe, uh, tweak their deck a bit to make it more of my playstyle.
0: You know, it's always good to follow the people that you enjoy. Like, you know, if you've watched their Twitch stream, if you've, uh, you know, caught a deck list that they've been responsible for or something like that, if you don't know where to start with those, um, I I mean, I have to plug my own thing. So if you go to the happyhearthstone.com newsletter, I've built out a free PDF of a lot of Twitch streamers I would suggest going and checking out. And you can follow them, see their see their deck lists and stuff. Uh, the happyhearthstone.com slash newsletter, sign that up, and it's, it's and it's a free download. And also HearthstoneTopDecks is a great place to find the best decks if you're looking to climb. They're always updating those with like top hundred or uh, top legend finishes and people who are making it to legend. Uh, there are other good people that you'll find like Ahirune and um, HSProDecks. I think is the is the Twitter handle. But uh, if there's no shortage of great places to find. You just kind of have to figure out what works best for you and where you find the, the list that you like the best.
1: Yeah, find players on Twitter that you like and follow them. And they sometimes they'll post deck, deck lists that they're playing and taking to Legend. And I suggest, you know, looking at those decks, seeing if you like them, and then trying those out for yourself.
0: Don't try to reinvent the wheel if you don't have to, you know?
1: <laughs> and also, just, I don't... You can use deck tracking software, but I don't think it's necessary to climb to legend. I I've done it from my mobile mobile phone several times, so it's definitely possible. It might be a little bit harder, but a lot of decks are easy enough to navigate where you don't need deck tracking software. What do you think? Yeah, it Andrew? depends.
0: Uh, well, I I mean. I I have to say that I'm biased because I work with hsreplay.net, oh. so. Um, but I mean, honestly, they're free, so you have nothing to lose from that. If yeah. you're playing on iOS, then it's actually impossible for us to create an app for that. So I, yeah, you know, it is what it is. But for me, I I typically don't play a game without it. I have an Android phone, and so I there's just no downside to to jumping on and and having it there. And especially when I'm playing combo decks, I really need to know what's left of my deck and yeah. what I have left. So, yeah, for sure. I found um, some of the
1: combo decks. I definitely need deck tracking software. Mm-hmm. And I usually I usually use it when I'm playing on my computer, but I do have a iOS device and there's no...
0: I yeah, play a lot on my no mobile solution. phone, so
1: I really don't have an option.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, I it kind of is a preference thing. I could see how some people maybe don't want as much interface right in front of them, you know, but... Um but I would definitely recommend checking it out. So, yeah. That's a little quick uh, brown bag grab bag of of uh of thoughts. You you have anything else here you want to leave us with uh tuna? Uh No,
1: I think that's, I think that's good.
0: That's great. Well, hopefully, hopefully that was a little pep in your step as you're hitting back on on the ladder. Um and as we talk through our community real quick, just want to thank those of you again who have been leaving iTunes reviews. This past month, it's, me- it's meant a ton. I didn't see any new ones come in this week, but uh, that just means that the prime the pump is primed for you. <laughs> so if you haven't l- left one yet and you're listening in Apple Podcasts, go do it right now. Or when you get somewhere where you can, uh, please do that. And you can shoot me an email at thehappyhearthstone at gmail.com and I will be uh, raffling off an hour of coaching again next month. So can't wait to do that. All right. I know you've got a, a bit of a, a creative uh, jaunt for us here, Tuna. So you want to bring in our card of the week properly?
1: Yeah, sure. First, I just want to say I heard your uh, song on the last podcast, the uh, Leroy Jenkins. That was very impressive. That was awesome.
0: <laughs> Thanks, man. I, I, <laughs> I, at first, when I started doing weekly episodes, I was like, gosh, I've got to be doing this a lot. But every now and then, a, a streak of weird-out genius hits me, and I'm, I, was, I was pretty proud of that one, so I appreciate it. But why don't you take us into a new, a new era here with okay. yours?
1: <laughs> so mine is Town Crier, you make my game's first warrior turn dire. My scheme to win the game always backfires. Pulling Xeliac's from your deck and clearing my board makes me want to retire. After I rage quit the game, then I feel inspired to play warrior and put in two Town Criers. So I think this is... <laughs> this is uh, we're gonna be seeing a lot of warrior and I think you guys are gonna feel the same pain with Town Cryer.
0: You think that people aren't gonna to wanna to see it?
1: They're they're gonna be seeing they're gonna be feeling the same pain mm. with uh all the warriors that are gonna be on the ladder. Yeah. With the uh with the buffs. I think we're gonna see a lot more warrior play.
0: And for those who may not remember, Town Criers are one mana one two battle cry, draw a rush minion from your deck. Here's my one question before we gotta close out the show for you, Tuna. Like I I know that uh, a big reason people were playing Militia Commander was precisely to knock out Evil Miscreants. Do you think Town Crier and Militia Commander are going to continue to see as much play, or is there going to be a change now that Evil Miscreants down to four health?
1: I think it's going to continue to see play. Just drawing cards with Warrior is so uh, important, and Mm -hmm. pulling specific cards from your deck is just... It's an amazing play for one mana, so... This yeah. card's going to continue to see play.
0: I still vividly remember giving this a five when we reviewed it. Cause it was like, what, what more are you asking out of a card? This is a very, very strong card by all means, as long as rush is good. And guess what? Rush is always good because removing stuff is good. Right. <laughs> well, great. Well, Hey, as we bring the show to a close, I just want to remind you to, as always, that you are the happy Hearthstone. Thank you so much for listening Like, can I just say that that means the world to me sincerely? And I know some of you have just started listening to the show recently, and it means so much that you'd keep coming back week after week. For those of you who have decided to step in and become a part of the Patreon, thank you as well. And uh, I'm so excited for what's to come. We're actually really close to our next goal, which is two deep dives a month for the Inner Fire. So now's a really good chance or time to be jumping into that, go check it out for yourself at patreon.com slash the happy hearthstone. And thank you so much to Menach and KJ Miller for being official producers of the happy hearthstone. You guys are the bomb and uh, KJ, especially we hung out a little bit uh, over the deep dive and we got to, I don't know, we, we relate a lot with each other because we both do marketing. We both kind of have families in the same phase and stuff. So it's been great getting to know you, man. I really appreciate it. Uh, you and Menach as well. So thank you guys. Uh, I'll just, uh, I'll leave my, my plugs uh, very simple and just say, go over to the happyhearthstone.com. You can find links to me and everything that I create with the show over there. And uh, would love to uh, would love to connect with you. So just go over there, shoot me a line. But tuna, for those of us who maybe want to follow your budget escapades and uh, get better at this game, because it sounds like uh, it sounds like if I'm close to you, I'm going to be doing that. So how can I how can I stay in touch, man?
1: So I post a lot of deck codes on Twitter. Uh, you can follow me at tuna consumer and Twitch as well. Tuna consumer, you'll find me there. I don't stream very often, but occasionally I'll stream. And it's not always Hearthstone. I'll play a couple other games as well.
0: Nice. Go leave them a follow. Turn on those notifications. That's the only way you find us random streamers. You know, (laughs) if that happens. Well, dude, thank you so much. I know our time was uh, pretty limited, but it's been great hanging out with you. I'm so thankful we got to do this. And then we got to talk all of the insanity with buffs and everything. And uh, I'll be excited to, to see what decks you're coming out with here in the near future, man.
1: Yeah, appreciate you having me on, man. Let's do it again sometime.
0: Absolutely. And hey, thank you so much for visiting the Happy Hearthstone and having a little fun with us. We'll see you next time. Later.